Welcome back to another episode of the Game Over Podcast, presented by the Bangin' and Clangin' Podcast. Now, did you enjoy the games last week? Uh, me, still not, because my Chargers are still not in it. But, there were some great games. Um, and we did set up some great, uh, a great championship weekend uh, coming up this week. So we got two games. We're going to talk a little fantasy football. And then we're also going to talk a little bit of championship week. going to free up Goddard and uh, and Devontae Smith to make some huge plays. Uh, and also that running ability, that is one of the X factors that you got to look at in a game like this with Jalen Hurst getting free, um, especially inside the red zone, being able to make some plays um, on on busted plays and uh, getting the end zone, taking huge chunks of those, those third and mediums, third and shorts, bootlegs, getting out of the pocket, creating a Creating um, creating first downs. I am very much looking forward to this championship game. Uh, I'm going to give the nod to the 49ers. I just think that they're they're going to find a way to uh, to slow to slow Jalen down. Um, maybe cap cap the receivers. It's going to be tough to put Philadelphia away at home. I think it's going to come down to the last play. Um, but I think the 49ers are going to win it. So that gives you a 49ers versus Bengals Super Bowl. Um, Looking forward to it. <laughs> Definitely, if you're taking DraftKings, take Devonta Smith, take Goddard, take Kittle, take the Bengals receivers, and take Joe Burrow. All right. This has been another episode of the Game Over Podcast presented by Bangin' and Clangin' Podcast. Catch you on the next one. So without further ado, let's get to the first game. So first game up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals, who have just steamrolled the Buffalo Bills, going against the Kansas City Chiefs, who are limping into this matchup, uh, literally and figuratively, with their leader, Patrick Mahomes, with a high ankle sprain. Now, when you hear sprain, you usually think of, oh, it's a strained ligament. High ankles are actually bone. It's actually, as it as you get higher up on your ankle, they're two little bones. And what happens when they get sprained, they get pulled apart. Uh, Tua Tagalova had this injury uh, in college, and they performed a tightrope surgery, which they went in and they sutured the two bones together to get them to heal faster. So this is usually a four-week, a four-week injury. He's going to try to get back on the field and play in one week. This definitely puts him at a huge disadvantage this week. Even though they are at home, even though they are still the favorite, this is going to put a tremendous uh, stress, not only on the Kansas City offense, but also on their defense, trying to catch up with the high-powered Cincinnati Bengals offense that just went pretty crazy against the Buffalo Bills defense that was uh that was pretty good. Uh, Kansas City 
relies so much on uh, Travis Kelsey and that Patrick Mahomes connection. That is what has made this offense go over the past uh, past year, having lost Tyreek Hill. And you've had a lot of spot players come up on offense. You've got Kadarius Tony, who's who's made some contributions. You have got uh, Jerry McKinnon, former former quarterback out of Georgia State, who has made some great plays. Uh, Noah, I think Noah Gray, he's another tight end. They, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, um, Pacheco, seventh-round draft pick, running back out of Rutgers, who's, who's played huge. So they piecemeal all these players together. Brilliant play designs uh, to get people open, but it still revolves around that Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes connection. If you do not have that, you they do not have um, a, they do not have as potent of an offense. Uh, going into this game, the Kansas City Chiefs have not beaten the Bengals. This, this current configuration, Joe Burrow has beaten this team three straight times. I do not think there is a quarterback or or a team in the NFL that has beaten them. Beating the Chiefs three straight times. That is a very tall task. This is the fifth straight time, five straight years, the Kansas City Chiefs have been in this championship game. Um, so they're, they're no strangers to it. But Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow has made the playoffs two times. He has made it to the conference championship, both two. So this is the, the, the uh, proverbial... Uh, immovable object versus unstoppable force, even though the unstoppable force has a huge advantage having beaten the immovable object several times. The Cincinnati Bengals have relied heavily on Joe Burrow. They have a great complement of weapons. Probably the three best, uh, or actually I'm going to throw in four best receiving options left in the playoffs with uh, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and uh, Hayden Hurst, uh, former uh, Atlanta Falcon. So those those four guys combined with Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon and Samaji P. Ryan uh, provide a, a fantastic complement of players uh, to go out there and put a lot of stress on this, uh, this Kansas City defense who has given up a ton of points. To all of their opponents, Kansas City has uh, they they win games by getting in track meets. They just outscore their opponents, and when you get up on opponents by a lot, it makes your makes the opposing offense very one dimensional. When that offense becomes one dimensional, easy to get your pass rushers up the field, uh, unless your unless your your corners and your safeties play a little bit deeper. They can see the field, make plays on the ball, interceptions. Uh, huge hits, those things occur in that. So, from that standpoint, um, Kansas City has always, is most of the time, at an advantage. Um, I'm going to give the, the the running back advantage definitely to the uh, to the Bengals. Joe Mixon got back on track last week, had a huge game um, against the Bills. He's a huge receiving threat, but they, they haven't used him like that lately. He's just been gashing. Um, he gashed the Bills right the middle. They were running straight at him. Um, and that's with an injured offensive line. They have three offensive linemen that are injured. Um, but the, the backups got in there and they played fantastic last week. Um, 
tight end wise, I had mentioned Hayden Hurst, but Travis Kelsey right now is the best tight end in football. Him and Patrick Mahomes have a magical connection between the two. So I do not know how um, how the Bengals are going to play that. They might just say, hey, you know, if Travis beats us, that's okay. We're just going to let everybody else beat us. But a large part of getting Travis Kelsey open and extending those plays is Patrick Mahomes' ability to move, which is going to be limited, unfortunately, by that injured uh, that high ankle sprain on his plant foot, no less. So if you watch that game and he came back in, he was having a little bit of trouble um, handing it off. His adrenaline was flowing. He was warm. He was ready. So now you have a week to rehab, do the best you can to get him out there to play. Even if he was 100%, I think this would be a very tough win for them, given that they played him a couple times. Um, they've got tape on him. They, they know what to expect when facing Kansas City. Loud, raucous, hostile environment in Arrowhead. Um, but yeah. It's, it's tough. This is this is going to be a tough, hard-hitting game. Whoever wins the turnover battle is going to win this game. I, I give the nod to Cincinnati because they do have a slightly uh, slightly better defense. Um, and also, I, I think if they get the lead, they can use Mixon uh, and Samaji P. Ryan to control the clock, run the ball. So I'm going to give the ace to the Bengals. All right, moving on to the NFC side. We've got the Philadelphia Eagles who just molly the New York Giants. Molly, molly them. Uh, going against the uh, 49ers who had a very, very interesting game with the Cowboys. Cowboys, uh, if not for Dak Prescott, it, this might be a, a three-match, another three-match between the uh, Eagles and the, and the Cowboys. But Ricky quarterback, seventh-round draft pick, Brock Purdy, in his first playoff run, is 2-0, has not lost as a starter. Uh, played well enough to win, get the win over the Cowboys. Uh, 49ers defense is sick. Joey Bosa, Greenlaw, all those guys playing fantastic on that side of the ball. Now, they are the best defense left in the playoff. Now, Eagles defensively, no slouches. Darius Slay, um, Fletcher Cox, all those guys. Uh, great, great defense as well. Now, how they're able to uh, play against their rookie quarterback is going to is going to determine this game because 49ers are very run based. They're trying to they're trying to control the clock. They're trying to to wear you down. Um, they've got a great one two punch. Wilson has come on late, uh, but the main man Christian McCaffrey, run DMC, has been fantastic since coming over from from Carolina. Uh, not using him so much in the passing game, um, which, which for Carolina he was the greatest uh, greatest threat uh, was uh, was through the air. But he's running the ball, getting getting great yards per per carry um, every time he touches the ball. Not to mention they also have another running back slash wide receiver in Debo Samuel, who is fantastic um, after the catch and once he gets the ball in his hand. Also, Brandon Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk. Um, having a great, another great season. Um, he makes a lot of plays over the middle. And don't forget about Kittle. Kittle, we do a wrestling podcast called Banging and Clanging, which is fantastic. Kittle is a huge wrestling fan, goes to all the WWE events, has a luchador mask, uh, played uh, football at, um, at Iowa, 
who also, uh, Big E from The New Day also uh, attended. So I give it, I give it to my, anybody who's a WWE fan, I always give the nod to them because they're crazy. They're crazy, crazy tight end. Um, and the thing about Brock Purdy being, as you can tell with most younger quarterbacks, they always, they, they are very tight end dependent. Um, which is a which is a good thing. If you got a tight end as good as Kittle, um, the the Eagles also have a great tight end in Dallas Goddard, um, and also two fantastic wide receivers um, in AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, um, who are making plays. And also, uh, to my dismay, I took uh, I took the wrong running back in my draft game. I should have taken. Gainwell because he had a huge game, 112 yards on the ground and a touchdown. But they have a the Eagles have a, a really a four pronged rushing attack with their quarterback along with their three great running backs. Quarterback advantage, you got to give it to the Eagles. Jalen Hurts having a fantastic season. Uh, missed a couple games with a shoulder injury. Seems to be fine. Seems to be back to his his old self and playing the way that the way that he should be as a MVP candidate this is going to be a tough one it's in philadelphia cold weather um for nowers west coast team flying all the way east coast um it is the late game which i always give the nod for it helps out the west coast teams playing late so hopefully um they'll be ready they'll be ready to go ready to focus um i give the coaching edge to the 49ers um they have a kyle shanahan's a little he's been here before this is his this is his third championship, NFC Championship game in four years, which is incredible. Um, so, and this is Nick Sirianni's second year, second year as a head coach. I remember his first first game as a head coach. He beat my Atlanta Falcons uh, with his first one of his first touchdown called was the uh, was a pass to Devontae Smith. So I'm very aware of what Devontae Smith is capable of. I, Devontae Smith is going to have a bigger game than AJ Brown. I think they're going to try to take AJ Brown away. 